Welcome back. Sophie Shore with Senator Jill Carter, Cass, and Don. Do Aaron, are you there? Aaron Dorr, are you on the line? I'm here. Hey, how are you, sir? Good morning, Aaron. Good. Yeah, good morning. Hey, thanks for taking time. So Aaron Dorr, if you didn't know, he is in Branson on vacation with his family and was so kind to just come and talk about this issue. For I lived there for four years, and I don't know why anybody visits on purpose. <laughs> Oh, I know. Like Especially in July when it's 94 degrees, but hey, we'll, uh, we'll come in a different month next year. Patriots. <laughs> hey, if you're at Silver Dollar City, you just got it. Those water rides, that's what it's there for, Aaron. Just telling you. Yep, that's what we're here for. <laughs> hey, so tell us a little bit about your thoughts on the St. Louis mayor's Tashara Jones's comments about gun laws in Missouri. That was the gun laws were a heated crime. Gun laws were a heated debate. In Especially in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. But in the legislature this past session, um, and we're seeing an uptick in conversations about red flag laws, pistol braces, things like that. Can you just speak to some of those issues and what you th- what you think about it? Yeah, I think what you saw with the mayor and her uh, telling her friends via text that these laws will not change a thing is the absolute truth. The left knows gun control laws don't stop crime. They know it's not going to prevent uh, criminals from being criminals in their cities. It's not about the guns for them. It's about control, and it always has been. So they use the shootings. They use the actions of criminals to help further their political agenda, but they know it's not going to stop crime at all. That's what her, um, that's what her, um, her um, discovered uh, text messages uh, told the whole world, that she knows this is all a political fodder machine. It's not going to stop crime at all. That So her big push right now is for red flag laws. Your audience probably knows that allows someone to accuse you of being dangerous and it would ask a judge to order the seizure of your firearms before you've been arrested for a crime, before you've been convicted of a crime. It's totally un-American. We're going to have to stop those here in Jeff City. Well, we really appreciate, I, I personally appreciate have, having watched you on the front lines of this issue in Missouri. I think SAPA is one of the reasons we have really great gun laws is, is because of you and the work that you've done. Can you speak a little bit about um, pistol braces, where we are at with that, and um, we also talked a little bit about in the legislature this session, <clears throat> I was in a hearing, I think you were at with Representative Maisie Boyd, who was presenting some, was it a red flag law? Um, yeah, anti-red flags. Our, our yeah. goal is to ban red flag laws here in Missouri. Uh, stopping them is one thing. Our goal is to outlaw red flag laws in the state. Uh, Representative Boyd had that bill, HB 712, which would outright ban red flag laws. That bill was killed by leadership in the House, but that is the that is the goal here long term. More and more red states are realizing that we have to go on the offensive and not just block gun control bills, but ban them outright in our state capitals. That bill would uh, that would do that in the House. SB ten with Senator Eigel would ban red flag laws uh, as well. Those bills both died this year due to uh, a variety of issues, but uh, that is a goal going forward is to, is to put a big line in the sand and say we will not tolerate gun control of any kind here in Missouri. With the law regarding the 18, you know, St. Louis, they're saying that they have a problem with younger kids carrying (laughs) weapons. Obviously we're against any kind of law that would restrict people from carrying, but I just wanted you to speak to your experience with fighting that and your perspective on that issue and what you think is a solution for St. Louis that doesn't involve the state legislature infringing on gun rights. Yeah, well, our point all session, this last past session, was very simple. That the, the problem in St. Louis, the problem in Kansas City, the problem in any blue city across America, it's not guns. 
they have taught children that there's no right and wrong, that there is no God. They taught kids to hate this country, to hate our flag, to hate our forefathers. They spin them up, get them all angry all the time at everybody. Then they're shocked when people do bad things. The issue in St. Louis is a family problem. It's a church problem. It's a school problem. It's not a gun problem. And we're not going to sacrifice our gun rights because the left has got the results that they created which is angry people committing acts of violence that will not stop with gun control. So we're going to oppose any effort to see uh, these cities enact gun control locally. It is a violation of state law if they have their own state and uh, city-level gun control laws, and we're going to block that in Jeff City. Talk about, uh, can you speak to the pistol brace issue and how, you know, I know you had some, we had some amendments flying around trying to fix that, but can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, so Joe Biden can't pass gun control right now in D.C. He knows that. So he's bypassing Congress using using orders to simply mandate gun control by executive fiat. One of those is the pistol brace ban that is now in effect across America, including here in Missouri, of course. And the pistol brace is a widely, uh, wildly popular accessory. It allows AR-15 pistols to be more controllable. Why the left would be opposed to more controllable firearms is ridiculous, but... There's roughly 40 million in circulation across the country, and uh, they're now illegal if you have them. Now, there is some question as to if it's illegal to have it only attached to a firearm or just to have it in general. I was in a hearing with uh, ATF Director Dettelbach in D.C. recently where he said under oath that it only applies if the brace is attached to your firearm. But in written documents, they said many times to just possess the pistol brace is a felony in and of itself. So there's no clarity right now from the ATF on that issue. The bottom line is that the left is trying to use any tool they have, in this case, executive actions, to bypass the Congress and mandate uh, gun control. This matter is being uh, litigated right now. There was a decision, I believe, uh, coming shortly from the Fifth Circuit as to uh, make this thing, uh, injunct this order from the Biden White House. We have high hopes that we're going to win that case in court, but for right now, it's a very dangerous issue. What would have happened, Aaron, if that crime bill would have passed? How did how did that how that would that have juxtaposed over, say, rural America or anyone else? Well, they removed our pistol brace language in the Senate uh, from the crime bill, so we had a solution in there for Missourians on the pistol brace issue that was removed, unfortunately, in judiciary in the Senate. So, had the governor signed that bill, it would not have changed anything when it came to the Second Amendment or when it came to pistol braces. So when we, I think in the hearing, so help me jog my memory, but when we were in a hearing, they were talking about how this would impact like kids carrying guns on a farm or having ammunition in their vehicle or, do you remember that conversation? Yeah, and, and there was there was probably, that's a little a different topic, but there were six or eight different bills this past session which would criminalize minors possessing firearms, certain kinds of firearms here in Missouri. And, and one of those bills was so sweeping as to make it a crime for your 17-year-old son to drive down the road with a box of 22 shells in the back of his pickup or the back of his dad's pickup, as the case may be. And so uh, we opposed and, and stopped all of those bills. That's why you're seeing now Kansas City yesterday announcing they're going to try to have a, a new uh, ballot referendum to deal with uh, juveniles and firearms. Uh, we saw the same thing in St. Louis. Their goal now is to go right to the people, bypass the legislature, and try to make it a crime for minor, you know, younger people here in Missouri to possess certain types of firearms. Uh, we're going to fight that as well. So would they do that through ordinances? 
Is that, is that well, they can't because the state state preemption law blocks that. So their their goal is a ballot referendum to bypass the legislature and do it uh, with a direct ballot referendum. Wow. What do you see from the Biden administration as far as what other restrictions or attempted restrictions through the executive? We've got about two more minutes. Um, do you see coming down the pipe? Yeah, it's a good question. A lot of what Biden has done over the last year and a half through executive orders have been stopped or overturned already uh, in the courts. 80% lower receivers, he's losing that fight in court. The pistol brace ban, we think he's going to lose that fight in court as well. So he's trying to sign whatever he can to flail around because he cannot pass legislation right now in Congress. He's losing on a regular basis. Uh, in court. So we'll see. I do not think he's going to sign an order that would ban AR-15s or ban 30-round magazines. He would love to, but that's just not going to happen right now. Um, so we're going to have to see you know, what, what more he thinks he can get away with. But so far, every order he signs is being challenged and or struck down in court. So we have high hopes for that. You know, whatever uh, people think about President Trump, love him, hate him, or somewhere in between, what he did do was stack the federal bench with conservative judges across the country, especially at the Supreme Court level. And we are seeing more victories in court over the last two or three years than we have in the last two or three decades. Right. That's going to continue going forward for a very long time. Um, so there's a lot of good news in the, in the judicial side of the situation. And so Biden is getting, uh, he's getting hemmed in on all sides when it comes to wanting to sign orders and simply ban guns. The courts will not let that happen. Yeah, no, it's ironic that you know, for Donald Trump, everybody was really questioning whether he was a conservative, and obviously people have different opinions on that. But for whatever he is, he sure didn't do a bad job with the court. So yeah, yeah, yeah grateful for that. And you know, it's interesting. I was looking at all the different decisions that the courts made, and a lot of them have been pretty unanimous. But on these hard ones, they've definitely come down that we've lost for a long time in our favor. So love to see that, and just. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and all that you're doing to protect our Second Amendment rights in Missouri and across this country. Not at all. Have a great day, ladies. Take care. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Up next, we'll be talking a little bit more about the environmental uh, things and laws being put in place across Europe and how that's going to impact the United States in years to come. So stay tuned.